0: i Spaces Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, May eleventh, two thousand twenty-three. Today on the Ether, the White Whale Community Call. Let's take a listen. GM, GM, folks.
1: GM, sir, how are we doing? Hello, hello. Doing just fine. Doing just fine.
2: Nice. Did you get liquidated yet on uh, Cavern? <laughs> Absolutely not. That's good. Always be being conservative.
3: nice. Gotta stay safe. I've I've learned my lesson more than once.
2: So I'm on app dot and no one has forced the epoch yet. So we put out a force epoch button on our app dot dot money page where you can manually force an epoch and then the rewards get distributed to all the bonders uh, on the Terra Liquidity Hub, but no one forced it yet.
3: Well, it's just been three, two minutes, right?
2: Yeah, I think we can talk about this also later, but I, uh, Fable had had a really good idea around um, getting a little, uh, giving the one that forces the epoch a little surprise every day that would be cool
3: a little treat little little incentive for pushing the button
2: yep somebody got to push it all right all right um i think we can get going here um we're still waiting so today is a little bit of a different um community call version uh just a heads up because Sencom uh, is on holidays right now. Uh, shout out to him; he earned it. Um, but we we are going to have one of our uh, smart contract developers, actually our smart contract lead, on, and um, he will dive a little bit into the protocol mechanics, what he's working on at the moment, and um, you can also ask your questions. So. It's gonna get a little bit more technical today but i uh, think that's also interesting really interesting uh, aspect of our protocol um yeah and of course i'll ask him for some alpha as well um so
3: yeah he's in, he's in if you want to bring him up oh he's in <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: ah here we go let's get him up stage send him a request to speak ah yeah he's uh he's coming up I guess he's coming up all right uh, while we're waiting for him let me let me see if that worked actually so Kerber I sent you a request to speak actually Uh, if you didn't get anything let me know in the chat Um, otherwise you can also request to speak so yeah let me know if that worked for you
3: yeah so while uh while you guys get that sorted i'll just um i'll just say a few words and maybe introduce um so kerber so you guys are going to hear from kerber um today he's uh he is our smart contract lead um i'm i'm excited to have him come up um and share with you guys you know i i guess my thought here was with with cencom being um being on vacation, I wanted to kind of showcase some of our other talents and um and guys we have on the project and really show you that um you know Sencom's not the only big brain we got right he is he's one of he's one of the gigabrains um but we we actually have a pretty deep bench um of very very intelligent very competent um and and really core I I think core um you know developers like i i would even you know categorize them as all stars um in the cosmos and in the ibc and and um kerber is is definitely one of them um you know he's he's been with us for shoot a year and a half over a year and a half now um and you know he's very precise very thorough um very you know exacting and um demanding in everything be exactly correct um he you know we we couldn't ask for sort of a better head of smart contracts and smart contract lead who's kind of always coming through uh, everything that everybody's doing um unto perfection right sniffing out bugs right like he could he could be an auditor himself you know um and he's just just a he's just a fantastic coder. I, I I don't know how else to say it. And um you know he's just um he's the right guy to have over over top of all of our smart contracts. So you know and 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 pleasure to work with and just a pleasure to work with. So you know Kerber, I I would like if you could. I mean you could talk about whatever you want. You know, but um but if you could kind of at least in the beginning maybe give a little sort of general a little bit about yourself and um, and general overview of, of our contracts what it's been like what we've what we've done over the past you know since since kind of the terror crash um, you know and, and kind of the the broad strokes 30,000 foot view and then, um, you know, I'm sure eventually we'll get into kind of the nitty gritty of what we're, uh, what you're currently working on, specifically stuff with the bonding, right? The bonding that that we just launched, um, you know, little bits and pieces that are going on there, and and what's what's coming up, what's coming up in the future. So, um, so yeah, Gerber, the the floor is yours.
4: Yeah. Hi guys, and um, thanks for such an amazing introduction. Um, yeah, so uh, so yeah, it, it has also been a pleasure to work with you guys. Um, so since Terra collapse, I mean, it has been a lot uh, that has happened with White Whale. I mean, we went from this vision of um, keeping the peg right, uh, which that mission seemed to be impossible given that the the pressure was, was just too much. Even yeah, considering the liquidity that we had in our vaults, um, but then after that, we learned a very valuable lesson, which was that we shouldn't be relying on one single chain, and and, and we we envision we realized that, I mean, the, the more Cosmos chains that are being deployed uh, and developed, the liquidity will be fractured and. We will need to be solving this. Uh, considering all the experience that we had with arbitrage opportunities and, and, and the balls and so on, we thought like this is this is something that is going to happen, and and we just started pursuing that. Right. Uh, so it was all about the IBC vision, uh, solving the price discrepancies between chains uh, and all that. Um, so we started by taking, uh, basically, a, a vanilla version of uh, an AMMM. And uh, from there, uh, we started expanding. Uh, so you have seen the, the contracts. The contracts are open source, so you can go and see everything we have. So we went from, from having liquidity pools to also having the vaults, which are um, basically a key part of our infrastructure with all the uh, bots arbitrage bots are being run also open source by the way so you can go and check out all the work that was anova and, and others have been doing on that end um and ultimately um where we are today which that which is all all these big puzzles that we're solve, solving and, and now we're landing on the bounded right so um What's the bonding? So uh, the pools and the vaults. Every time there is a swap, and every time there is a flash taken, there is a protocol fee that is being taken. So when you look at the pools, um, every time there is a swap, there is part of the fee goes to the liquidity providers, so it goes into the pool again, and the other portion goes uh, to the protocol. So for i don't know eight months or, or something like that when we launch first uh let's say white whale 2.0 uh, these fees have been collected and, and they were just sitting there right so um now what we can do is uh that we launched last week uh, the bonding in ontera you can bond your tokens um, to bond the tokens it's not the whale token that is is well it it's a native token on the middle of the chain but rather the liquidity uh staking derivatives so now we have amp whale and e-whale so you can stake those in the bonding contract not stakes are bonding so you bond them in the bonding contract so even though your whale is you could think of it like it's Stuck in there, it's actually earning rewards as as it is basically as if you had it staked in the chain. So you're earning those rewards plus you're earning the rewards of the protocol. So how does it work? Every single day, uh, we decided on creating one epoch per day. So every day at 15 UTC, one epoch is created, and this by the way can Anyone can do it. So recently we just pushed uh, an update on our, on our UI. Um,
3: so there's hey, a button there. Hey, hey, so, sorry, sorry to interrupt your stride here. Um, your mic sounds pretty scratchy. I'm not sure what it what it is. Um, but we're we're messaging here in the in the background to each other and, and um, we're all hearing it. So I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure if there's something you could do about it, but you're sounding like really scratchy right now.
5: Hmm. What about now? I don't know. Does that sound better? Does that sound, does that sound better? No? Uh,
4: maybe I can just reconnect. I don't know yeah let, let me try to reconnect
3: okay yeah. try reconnecting yeah i mean we can all hear you but it's just it's difficult it's difficult to understand go go ahead um go ahead try try to try to reconnect yeah and meanwhile
2: guys um why while you're in the spaces here let's uh reach as many people as possible retreat this spaces wish with a uh, hashtag write the whale um you know the drill um Get get some more people in here um, and uh, spread that knowledge. I see also Sefi in the audience. Welcome, sir. How's it going,
1: JG? Yo, honestly, you guys had me fooled. I was on the phone with Maslin. He's like, we're missing the call. And I'm like, no, we're not. It's not for another hour and 45 minutes. He's like, no, they moved. <laughs> I'm like, ah! And we like panicked and <laughs> jumped on the spaces. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we uh we had Kerbo on this week, so uh, it's not a good time for in in one and a half hours. So
3: we were trying to get away from you,
2: JG.
1: We were trying to yeah. break <laughs> break away from you. <laughs> but you found us. <laughs> I find you. <laughs> Try one more time. It sounds, it sounds the same. Same. Oh shit. What the it just kinda sounds like the bathroom, honestly, or like in some echoey place. Uh we
2: I think I I think it's just a mic, but uh, yeah, I guess we have to deal with it now.
3: Yeah, go ahead. It's okay. It's
2: yeah. Okay. All right. Well, sorry,
5: guys. Um, so yeah, we're yeah. So where, where were you? Yeah, I, I was at the the point that. So yeah. So now we have the, the bonding that is the hardest thing that we're working on right now. Uh, so we deployed it last week on Terra uh and there has been some quite interesting um activity actually like every day i, I see that 85 like every epoch up until now we have seven uh they have been like 85 60 percent playing, so the activity is quite high actually um so the way it works is that every day at 15 UTC, a new epoch is created and when this happens all the fees that were basically accrued during the day or during the previous day are um, collected from all the pools from the vaults and then we do the buyback so in the pools imagine we have um i don't know an astral luna uh, pool for instance what happens is that um that pool will collect those assets as, as fees basically and we will convert this into whale so we're buying back whale uh from the market and distributing it to the to you guys the the people who bought so uh that happens every single day so um the one that the epoch that has the most rewards so far was of course the first one because it contained all the fees that were being that were accrued for i don't know a few months uh now it's a bit less but nevertheless uh the the wheel is spinning right Uh, so we're collecting fees distributing it to all of you guys and uh, and yeah this is this is how uh, the protocol uh will roll um also uh and this is well maybe someone has a question i don't know or we're all good we can take questions later maybe
2: yeah uh, maybe um j- just to give people a little bit of context here a little bit of color i guess mm-hmm. because um there there still seems to be confusion what is staking now what is bonding uh, maybe you mm-hmm. can just uh, separate those two maybe you can explain uh, like in one or two sentences like the staking mechanism and then also the, the workflow for the, for the bonding. I think that would be yeah. really helpful for people.
5: Yeah, definitely. And, uh, so staking, uh, everyone I think in the Cosmos uh, or any proof-of-stake system would be familiar with. Staking is basically when you, you stake tokens to a validator uh, to get basically to, to secure the network. That's what staking is bonding on the other hand it's basically locking your tokens in the contract to get the rewards of the protocol so it's two different things that being that being said uh for you to be able to bond the tokens you cannot just bond native whale you need to stay sorry you need to bond the uh, the lsd uh, or liquid staking derivative of whale so in Uh, Up until today, we have two of them. We have B-Whale and Amp Whale, which we are very happy to work with. They have been fantastic partners. So um, those two to get Amp Whale or B-Whale. Their home is basically on Megaloo. So on the Megaloo chain, uh, you can go to Iris Protocol if you want the Amp Whale, or you go to the Backbone Labs if you want B-Whale. In their website, you do you do the liquid staking, then you receive AMP Whale or B Whale, then with that, you send it via IBC to Terra, and in there you can then bond it in our contract. So you're, you're, basically your AMP Whale and B Whale are receiving the staking rewards from the chain, plus rewards that White Whale Protocol is producing. So you're getting you're getting some additional rewards on, on top of the staking run, basically. I don't know if, if that's that's clear enough.
3: Yeah. 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 Hey, Kerber, can you so I, I just want to take the opportunity while while we have you here. Right? Um mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about the architecture? Like maybe go, you know, go a little bit deeper and, and um, you know, it's OK if we get a little technical this time. That's fine. Um, but you know the fee collector, right? The fee distributor, like, um, the yeah. you know get it, get a little bit into the smart contract
5: architecture, if if you would. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, well, I hope not to make the audience bored. Uh, I will try to keep it exciting. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, our, we we have quite some good amount of contracts. Um, so we have. We have. We, you could look at the well um, if, if you go to the Whitewell core um, repository, you can see that we have under contracts. We have uh, for the liquidity hub. Uh, we have the pool network, the vault network, and then some other contracts. So starting with the pool network is basically the AMM. Is is the stable swap? Is the is a is a regular pair? Is the a pool factory a router and the token used for for lp tokens basically um, that being said on mikalu um, this is a bit of alpha and maybe you already saw it if you were following our repository you will be able you will be able to create uh lp tokens uh that are native with the token factory uh, module uh, which will have some very interesting implications, like for example, we could um, we could whitelist that uh, LP token as uh, stakeable in one of the alliance uh, alliances that we have the alliance module um, to lock in liquidity even more so th- this is this is uh, this is something that is in the works uh, it's still not done but but the possibility is there um so uh, moving on we have the vault network which is um well it's it's basically the vault factory to create vaults and the vault router so what are these these are the these are where the flash loans are taken from so the factory it's able to create vaults and vaults are basically it's like a pool but it's a single asset pool you could think of it that way it's basically a vault holding on the Terra or, uh, sorry, on the Luna or on the, I don't know, Juno or USDC and whatnot. So, uh, every time the the, the vault basically uh, sends some arbitrage opportunity, will use one of these vaults to take the flash loan, execute the arbitrage, close the arbitrage, and then return the funds to the vault, hit the profit. Uh, and anyone can do that uh is kind of straightforward with the vault router because the vault router if if you don't if you don't have the vault router the way you would need to uh what you would need to do to create a flash loan is you need to create your own contract so it's it's pretty much only for developers if you go that way so you need to create your own contract to interact with the particular vault that you want so let's say the the the, the, the Luna vault, um, from there, um, well, do all the messages to make sure that you're, you're returning the funds and all that. With the vault router, though, the vault router contains information of all the vaults that are available in the liquidity hub. So um, this one, you just, you just basically tell the, the vault router, look, I just want Luna, or I want USC or whatever asset you want. And then the vault router will look into the vaults and, and find it for you. So you don't need to know the specific address of the vault. You just, you just talk to the vault router and the vault router will basically take the take the asset, give it to you, execute the messages uh that you um, that you wanted to execute, repay the loan, and then give you the profits back. So pretty much the, the contract that you would have to create to interact with our vaults uh, is the one that the vault router is so you don't need to do that anymore you just go to the vault router and, and use that one it's um it's pretty straightforward actually because the vault router has this uh flash on uh message execute message so you just pass the asset that you want and the messages so say that you wanted to, to take a, a swap on some Astro uh, pool, then do some other swap on, on the White Whale decks, and then, uh, I don't know, something else. So you just pass, you just give all these messages as basically uh, Cosmos messages and bundle them into the execute message of the, for the platform, and then just pass the asset that you want. Uh, if you notice that the, the message actually takes a vector of assets. And this is because we we designed it at the beginning so you could take multiple flash loans at once. Uh, but for now the 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 um, that feature is disabled. Uh, we needed some more additional testing and, and also we thought it was probably a bit too overkill <laughs> to have multiple flash loans in the same message. But like we yeah, started probably- designing it <laughs>
3: it's probably a bit premature <laughs> i would say it's, it's yeah. premature you know we we were going to re- launch like nested flash loans right and there to be fair there's yeah. some cool things that you could do with them right but one i don't know that that cosmos in general is in the state where we need those right now and two they they need to be very thoroughly tested so we have we have the capacity um to to add to add that feature but right now it's just one flash loan at a
5: time right yep, yep correct uh, and that's very sufficient for most of the use cases actually so um, that's good um so then we have if, if you go back one level you have the pool network the vault network and then we have three additional contracts um uh, if you if you look at our repository so we have the way layer which is the bonding contract? Then we have the fee collector and the fee distributor. So, what are those? Uh, so, the fee collector, as the name says, is basically the one who collects the fees. <laughs> it, it takes all the the protocol fees uh, and, and all the and that comes basically from the swaps and from the flash loans. So these fees go into the fee collector, and they just stay there. So the fee collector. Um, If you are looking to the contract, um, you can see that it has few messages. You can collect the fees. uh, You can aggregate the fees and forward fees. So uh, some of those messages are are closed to be be called by some of our other contracts. So it's not like anyone can call them, but uh, to collect fees, I believe, I, I don't remember if we opened that one, but basically collect fees, you will just call the vaults or the pools and and get the fees from them Uh, aggregate fees will um will take all the all the possible tokens and enums that the contract has meaning that the the fee collector and aggregate them in the the asset info that you that you provide so in our case what we're doing is that when we call this message when we're doing our 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 fee collection and and aggregation when we do the the buybacks essentially is that we're calling that message and and passing um the the wave token basically as as the as the asset that we want to aggregate into so um if you look at all our pools that we have we have like astro 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 luna we have some atom pools juno pools um Bunch of IBC tokens actually, uh, and then um, some native ones, right? Uh, some with CW20 tokens as well. But basically, all of them get aggregated into whale. Uh, in the case of Terra, it's an IBC token because the, the the whale is native on on MIGO chain, but then you can pour that across the cosmos via IBC. So on Terra, you will have an IBC denom. On, on Juno you have a different denom while well it's basically the same token but the the hash or the denom of the of the asset is gonna be different. Um, yeah so um, that's that's the fee collector. So meanwhile um, the fee collector also has some some queries you can check basically how many fees have been collected um for the whole lifetime of the protocol or for a particular let's say pool or vault. So it's a very interesting query to play with. Um, Then we also have um let me see the fee distributor. So this this fee distributor plays together very close to the bonding contract or the whaler. So maybe I, I go with the whaler first and then tied to the to the feed distributor actually that will be the the correct order let's say so the way there, um as i mentioned before is it, the bonding contract right so the way it works that you can bond um, can bond assets into it uh, right now is is the whale ls's so it's uh employable and b whale uh you have yeah, four messages in there only you have bond, on bond, withdraw. Well and some, some other message to update the config, but um basically the ones you would interact with from the UI perspective is, is basically bond on bond and withdraw. So bonding you can you can at any time bond uh, those assets that I just mentioned. You can expand your position as well. So you could. There are people that are taking their their rewards and compounding them, so they get even more uh, next day or next epoch. So um, that that's bonding. And then when you want to unbond or when you want basically to get your tokens back, you need to do two steps. First, you need to unbond, and then you need to withdraw. So unbonding has a time has a, a lock period, you could say, of fourteen days. Um and then, once those fourteen days have passed, then you can withdraw. Um, notice that once you unbond, your weight in the in the goes or of the portion that you unbonded goes to zero. So what does that mean? What's the implication of that? So um when you bond, you get the 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 bonding contract assigns a weight for you and, and the weight is basically think of it as the portion of the of the of the pool of the, of the rewards that you're supposed to get so say if you have two people bonding uh, an equal amount of, of, uh, of amp wave, they will get a certain weight but the share will basically be 50 percent for both of them so as most people bond and unbond, this weight is uh, changing. The weight is dynamic; and it's a function of it's in it's function of time and, and function of, of the of the amount of, of tokens that you're that you're bonding. So, um, if you go if you go today and query your weight, you will see some number. Then, if you go tomorrow and you query your weight, you will see another number so and and this is fine. this is by design, and it's following uh, some curve that well, we actually need to update the docs so that you get more in details information about this but but basically it, it's it's a function of time, so you will always feel changing. Um, that being said, the proportion of your of the share of your of of the rewards, let's say if you would consider that Everyone bonded, let's say at epoch zero or one, and if no one else bonds ever again, your share will be actually static because, well, the, the weights are not changing, right? Uh, not the, the your weight or the global weight or the total weight of the pool or, 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 the, or the bonding contract is, it remains the same. So the weights in that case will be static for everyone. But what happens is that since it's it's um it's a function of time and also uh, considers the amount of tokens that you're bonding as people bond more and more you will see these weights changing and thus the shares i mean this is pretty much how liquidity pools work as well so if if you provide some liquidity to the pool you will get i don't know x amount of shares and then if someone comes and puts more liquidity into the pool, your share will get uh, reduced. Right? It's, it's a similar mechanism, um, and the same applies if someone unbonds. Right? If someone unbonds, it means that their weight goes to zero, and then uh, your weight will increase in relationship to the total amount of of tokens that are locked into the bonding contract, meaning that your share will increase. So. Um, so it goes both ways. Um, so yeah, once yeah. So, so so
3: let me just jump jump in here real quick. Sorry, Kerber. Mm-hmm. Um, we've we've been yeah. getting some questions on this, right? Um, and people commenting on Twitter and on Discord. So just to bring clarity here about what he's just talking about, right? Because people basically the question is, hey, I checked my reward, you know, four hours ago. And now I'm going to claim and I didn't claim it and I'm going to claim it. And it's less than what it said four hours ago. Why, why did that happen? Right. So um, Kerber just answered. It's because the, the rewards are dynamic, right? So if, if more people bond, or if more people bond their, their whale LSD, or if they unbond, right, um, your rewards are going to change. That's, that's how it works. So that goes both ways. If there's more people that bond, um, then your rewards could go down if people unbond. Then your rewards could go up. So just so everybody understands um, that that is the design. That's how it was designed. You know, and it's it's working as
5: intended. Yeah. Thanks for translating my dev language. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was exactly what I meant. Um. So yeah. Uh, exactly. So some people uh have been reported like yeah my 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 rewards are decreasing but actually could also go the other way if someone bonds your your rewards were will suddenly increase actually so um so that's that's it with the bonding and the, and the and the weights and then comes the the fee distributor right so every day uh the fee distributor um you can create a new epoch with the fee distributor Anyone can create it so people can have bots for it, or you can just go manually on the website and press a button there. You can also trigger the new epoch. Uh, and what this will do is basically go to the, feed. it's kind of a, a massive transaction actually. Like if you look at the, if you look at the, at the transaction in the, in the block explorer, you will see a lot happening there. Mainly, the food collector calls, uh, sorry, the feed distributor calls the theme collector. To collect all the all the fees from the pools and the bolts. Basically collect everything that was uh, that is left to be collected, basically. So once that's done, uh, it will do the buyback, and the buyback goes through the aggregate fees uh, execute message. So it will take all these tokens that were uh, collected and buy way with them in our text so it goes to the to the wave uh to the, to the pool that we have of whale or amp whale or whatever it is finds the path and it buys it so once that's done it takes all the way and sends it back the fee collector sends it back to the to the feed distributor the feed distributor then um before creating the new epoch checks whether or not their epochs are expiring because um if you dig a bit into the contracts you will see that the, the c server there is a config there a configuration parameter that is called grace period and that's basically how many epochs can you claim uh in the past so right now the parameter is set up to 21 and this was actually community based because At the very beginning we were thinking to do something like 14 or 10 i don't remember exactly but we got a lot of feedback like people are saying yeah but do it a bit like 20 21 days or so so you don't need to to do it so often so yeah we we listened to you uh, and we made it 21. it was possible Uh, um, so how does it work that uh right now we have basically seven seven epochs created so it's not uh, it's still this mechanism is not kicking in yet. But once we get to the epoch number twenty-one, when the one number twenty-two will be created, what will happen is that right before the fee distributor creates the new epoch, it will check if there are epochs that are expiring. In this case, it will be the epoch number one, and it will check if there are available funds still in there to be to be claimed. If they are if people still have not claimed them all, then we will take those fees and forward them to the new epoch. So this is like the key forwarding mechanism that we created, and this is to eliminate that capital. So there are people that might bond, and then they lose their wallet or whatever it is, and they just never claim, right? Never claim the rewards. So to eliminate this, this debt capital and make everything more efficient, we are basically... Every 21 days, we are taking the the available funds from the epoch that is expiring and putting them back into the new one. So that will be redistributed to everyone. So that means if you don't claim your share in 21 days, well, you kind of lost your share because you will give it back to to the rest of the community. Uh, Well, including yourself, but you should be basically claim uh, constantly if you don't want to to lose (laughs) rewards um so those those fees are forwarded and then the new epoch is created so when the new epoch is created uh well there is there is a period of one day it's set up at one day now um that the epoch would last during that time people can can claim or not claim but you can basically uh you can bond you can unbond whatever you want and then after one more day um, you can trigger a new epoch to be created and the whole process repeats um so that's that's how it's um that's how it's working
2: okay um i i have actually a specific question to that one uh, mm-hmm. somebody in our discord asks um, I've been monitoring the rewards in the bonding pool on Terra, and it appears to me that they do not stack on top of the unclaimed rewards from the day before. I mean, it seems like I'm forfeiting them um, if I do not claim every single day. Am I missing something? So is the P collector uh, then clawing back everything and redistributes the reward to move every epoch, or how does that
5: work? yeah well um I think I know who you're referring to i mean i i, I saw someone that uh, did a very nice um um like table with all the statistics and <clears throat> um, um there was a bug in in checking the the epoch that was expire and that would only affect the first epoch i mean it it's already mitigated but um but but yeah what happened was that when the second epoch was created the available the available rewards that were there that were 13 of of the total ones actually a bunch of people claimed up to 87 uh, percent claimed. so the available rewards were forwarded to the second one but that shouldn't happen that shouldn't happen more moreover it shouldn't happen until the epoch 21. Like when the 22nd will be created, then this mechanism will will kick in. Um, but yeah, if you if you basically if you if you add up the like that every epoch has three well yeah has three parameters you could you could think of it that way it has a total available and claim so it's a vector of of assets. So the way it the the reason why it's the vector is because well today we're distributing whale. But maybe tomorrow the community decides that they want whale and, and maybe atom or I don't know or or something else. So, so it's the contract supports distributing multiple assets. Um, so right now it's whale, but if you look at the total amount of every epoch, it should equal basically available plus claim, uh, except for the first epoch because of what I just mentioned. But um, for everything else, it should match, and, and it does match. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's not like the fee distributor is, is clawbacking every epoch. It, it okay, will do so it, it should... after it do it after the after the epoch expires, basically, and that's after the grace period uh, goes and is uh, set to twenty one now. So, yeah, after twenty one epochs. It... Okay,
2: if the twenty the uh 21 uh days pass then you're only forfeiting your rewards from 21 days ago right so not not every yeah. reward that you um that you collected during the 21 days is that how it works
5: it's just basically the one of the of the yeah of the epoch that is expiring so just to to put numbers to it, let's say if you have if you have twenty one epochs, right, and you and you you never claim anything, and you then the thing is like once you click to claim, you will claim everything that you have pending. So it's not like you're only every time you claim, it's not like you claim a single epoch. You claim all the epochs actually that you that you're entitled to claim. But say that you never claim anything. You you bonded at the very beginning. And uh, since since epoch one, you you could claim stuff, but you never did it. So when when the epoch 22 kicks in, the rewards that were there left for you, pretty much in epoch one, will just get forward to 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 epoch 22. But this. These rewards, notice that these rewards are being forwarded. It's not just for you, but they are, they are to be claimed by anyone, basically. Because the way it works is that you're, when you're going to claim, uh, we take the weight, the current weight that you have in the, in the bonding contract. We query the weight and then we take the share, your share of, of the epoch and we take it from the total amount of, uh, Assets in that epoch. So imagine if you have a total of I don't know uh, 1,000 waves in, in total, and your weight is I don't know 10%, then you get 100, right? Um, that being said, if if those rewards are forwarded to the next epoch, it's not that these 100 are just entitled to. For you to get them, they will just go into the pool, and and every anyone can, I mean, it will it will be distributed across all the people who are bonding. So yeah. So if you don't want to, if you don't want to lose rewards, you better claim before the before twenty one, um, before before the before twenty one, yeah, before the epoch number twenty one, takes okay, in or number twenty-one, but don't don't wait more than twenty-one people to to claim. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Is that clear, or, or are you still having doubts?
2: No, I I think I think that was uh, pretty clear. So you can mm-hmm. you 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 will always be able to claim uh, your rewards from the past twenty-one days. That's that's yeah. n- another way to phrase it,
5: right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, considering that every epoch is is one day, yeah, you, you can just say the previous 21 days, you can claim at once. But then if, if you go to the day 22 or 23, then, then you lost, you know, one, two days of rewards. Like, they will be distrib- distrib- redistributed back to everyone.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think... it's okay. so- economic activity flowing it keeps like dead rewards of people not participating still moving it keeps everyone engaged Mm -hmm. oh it's it's right what i want to be doing yeah yeah that's right yeah uh
2: mr windmills i I can actually see you in the twitter spaces now um if you have any questions uh, you can also come up you don't have to type into the general chat in our discord i mean you can certainly but uh yeah you you can also talk to us um what is he saying i did claim the first epoch i haven't claimed since then but my claimable rewards have been declining day after day yeah that's what we just explained so that is because your weight changed um that is because your weight changed uh, and more people bonded, so you're eligible for less rewards. That's that's how it works.
3: Yeah, there's there's more people bonding every day. So think of it like like uh, Kerber explained, like in a typical LP pool. If you're LPing and right at the beginning, the APR is 200%. But then more and more people deposit in the pool right and it goes down to 150 100 you know what i mean um because more more people are depositing so the rewards get distributed across more across more ground so so that's the idea there now granted once the um you know once it kind of reaches an equilibrium there will be days when you'll see your rewards increase if people unbond right if there's a big unbonding or something like that you'll see rewards increase and um you know with the increase of volume and flash loan usage right the um the the rewards the swap fees that are being distributed will increase as well so it's all this is all just market forces right that's all that's all that's happening um what i would what i would also say too is anybody that that wishes um so so we have kerber here right um you know joining us this time anybody who has questions on architecture anybody who has questions on the smart contracts technical questions um now is a great time uh to ask you can you can post them in our discord or you can come up we'll we'll invite you up to be a speaker either way whatever you're comfortable with but um you know if if now is the time to ask any textual uh you know technical architectural right those kinds of questions um feel free
5: yeah um, you can always you, you can always drop the questions on this or I'm, I'm 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 not super active there and I'm, I'm busy writing
4: code but uh, sometimes i go and, and, and i reply so yeah
3: and in the meantime i'll i'll make a comment on one of the things you discussed which i think is is um pretty important so you know when you were talking about how we had to change our our lp tokens right um to native tokens right from basically from cw20 tokens to native tokens and i remember when you did this it was kind of a bear right it was kind of a pain um but it was it was critical that we did so and this is again this is another innovative thing usually see uh usually your lp tokens that you're getting when you're lping um are gonna be CW 20s, right? But we, we made them to where you're getting a native token. And the reason why we did this is because you need to, in order to whitelist tokens as Alliance assets, they have to be native tokens, right? So effectively now we can and we will um, whitelist LP tokens as Alliance tokens. So basically you you will be able to stake certain specific strategic LP tokens um, to, to Migaloo chain and earn a portion of staking rewards. Now, this is what this does. And if you if you think through the implications of this, it's wild, right? And you could go very deep um, down the Degen rabbit hole with, with things you could do here, but at the most basic level, right? At the most basic, uh, you know, vanilla level, uh, let's say we launch, right? Let's say we launch our DAX on Migaloo, which is eminent. And we open up um, a whale USDC pool. Okay, which by the way, um, one of the things we're considering right now is when we open this pool our whale USDC pool which will be our flagship liquidity pool, um, whether or not we want to do axel USDC, or just wait for native USDC which is coming which is coming in a matter of weeks to cosmos right so if we open up uh you know and i'm just sharing you guys some of our internal discussions here now but um but you know if we open up a whale you axle our usdc pool and then two weeks later um you know native usdc is available on on the cosmos and then we have to you know we kind of have to roll it back right and migrate to this other pool um you know so we're considering just waiting till waiting till native usdc is available if that's going to come you know, relatively soon. Regardless, let's say you have this whale USDC pool, right? On Migaloo Chain. And let's say we whitelist the LP tokens and we give them 5% of the staking rewards or whatever allocation of the staking rewards for Migaloo Chain. So now you can then stake your whale USDC LP tokens on Migaloo Chain and you can earn rewards that way okay, um, as, as incentives. So this is another avenue of incentives and basically what you have now here is you have perpetual liquidity incentives right you have liquidity incentives that are coming from the staking rewards of the chain right which this is a totally different dynamic than um you know bleeding ince- bleeding liquidity incentives you know we have you know you have foundation tokens that are allocated towards liquidity incentives and once they're gone they're gone and hopefully you have enough liquidity by then and you know like that's that's typically how it's done right that's typically how it's done. Done. this is a totally different and and it's in my opinion it could be game changing right is where okay now we're in, through the staking rewards through the inflation of the chain we're you know not only are you incentivizing stakers but you're also incentivizing the lps right um so it's and and you're doing it perpetually it's there forever that those those rewards are there forever um you know so it's that is a a very interesting opportunity i think that we are going to experiment with and that you know you will you will be seeing proposals for that um you know coming coming down the line just to just to let you guys know so so that's just the the whale usdc um liquidity tokens again if you start to think about the implications and what can be done you know as far as with stable swap so you know stable swap pools right three pools you can whitelist the three pool lp token um there's just a lot of different things you could do with with the alliance mechanism and lp tokens so all stuff all stuff that's very exciting that was my that was my rant for the day
2: yeah and and always keep in mind guys that the, even though we are saying like the incentives are perpetual we are not the, uh, probably through our burn mechanisms we are not diluting even anyone with 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 these rewards right so because when our burn mechanisms kick in, uh, we are uh, hopefully um, our uh, whale token will be deflationary soon. So you will earn like very hard rewards, I would say, that don't dilute um, uh, any of the other holders, which which is really a great mechanism to uh, to keep like the the whale token very liquid. So yeah, just just keep that in mind. I think uh Kerber has to go soon, so um if you guys have any more questions for him um
1: do uh ask now, Kerber is there a status update on the reward l p distributions for the dexes uh well, come again. is there a status update on the for the reward? uh contract distribution on the white whale dexes for people who provide lps like the claimable function for the whale and dual incentives on the DEXs. oh uh, yeah well that's
5: that's a piece of alpha that um uh, i can i can show here so yeah we have been working um and it should come come up soon uh in our incentive contracts So that will allow us to to yeah uh incentivize pools uh have multiple rewards um let not only not only us but basically let anyone to create incentives for a particular pool uh with any token they want um with different um let's say distribution schedules so that you could you could set it up for for one week for a month for for a year Uh, i think i'm not sure if we have a limit for that but um but yeah we are working on it because we're we're looking at a very uh some specific use cases uh there are not i don't know they, they haven't been done in the cosmos at least uh again so uh one thing is um the the possibility to expand an incentive program let's say so um the way it works, usually, uh, if you look at other DEXs and, and so on, when they incentivize pools, the way it works is that they say, okay, this this particular pool will be incentivized with, let's say, uh, Osmo and, and Whale, uh, in the case for our, our pooling osmosis, for instance. We have these two tokens, and they will be uh, distributed or rewarded um, for, I don't know, two months, let's say. At the end of that Of those uh, two months of that period well if you want to continue incentivizing that pool you need to basically create another incentive so what we're looking at is to expand that uh, original uh, position so that uh, because there are their projects are looking to basically uh, let's say share a portion of their Protocol fees into uh, our pools. If you want to enable such use case, then you need to have a mechanism to expand the incentive per se onto infinity, basically, so that the, the incentive can last for for weeks, years, and can go on and on until until the creator of the incentive decides, like, okay, now it's enough, or or they decide just to just to not do it anymore. But uh, but yeah, th- this is this is something that they're working on. Uh, this uh, I can mention is it, two contracts uh, for that. Uh, it's not just one. We have we have a factory um, that creates incentives, and then we also have uh, another contract that is um, well making things easier for for those who want to integrate with that. Um, threw ourselves. <laughs> so um so yeah that's that's coming in soon. I can say that. It's 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 been it's been tested. Nice. Yeah. And uh yeah now I need to go. But, uh, but yeah was well, it was a pleasure to, to chat today with you guys. And if you have any more questions about the contracts or whatever, feel free to drop them on Discord. And please go to the to the repository uh white core if you want to know more about the contracts in there there is a very comprehensive guide uh for how how you can contribute with the uh, with the project it's not just about writing code right you also can do community uh, stuff you can also test the contracts or front end you can also uh, help with uh, Keeping, keeping up with the issue tracker I mean lots of stuff if you're a designer you want to do NFTs whatever you know uh, it's there's room for for everyone so just just go to the repo look at those guides and um,
2: yeah let us know Great thanks Carver have a good one pleasure all right um, JG uh, any updates from your side?
1: Uh, you know, we're pretty much building around the clock. Um, you know, we're kind of trying to balance, uh, you know, not leaving. We want Luna to have a, a decent marketplace. And at the same time, we're building a brand new uh, uh, front end for the Migaloo launch. We have had multiple meetings with collections that are interested in participating in the Grave Digger. And uh, I mean, we're right on schedule. Everything's firing on all cylinders for us. Like we couldn't I, I literally couldn't be happier right now with the way things are going.
2: Nice. That, that sounds really awesome.
1: So even more so, I mean, I'll, I'll maybe I guess I could say this. So, you know, we have this uh, foundation support from Whale and uh, Chihuahua also is participating. They've supplied LP to the Grave Digger. Uh, we're getting ready to craft some proposals to ask to some foundation participation from other uh, other chains that we're deploying these grape on and we're asking them to make LP on White Whale because we are a real yield system and um, it just makes sense. So this is part of the next uh, set of actions that we'll be taking very shortly. Cool. Um, I'm seeing in the chat uh, when Chihuahua
2: Liquidity Hub yeah so uh, there were some issues this week with with the as always with new products right um um with the liquidity uh, hub rollout on terra so we focused this week actually on fixing those bugs but then the chihuahua rollout should come really really soon um I, I won't promise next week <laughs> because you guys know how that works out always with timelines but'm um, i I'm, I'm promising you um, we we will work on that and um, and uh, roll out uh, roll it out as, as soon as possible
3: yeah that, <clears throat> that actually would have been a great question for Kerber while I was here um, but ba- basically what happened was, We were ready to fire off the the chihuahua bonding i I believe that's what you mean not the liquidity hub the liquidity hub is live on chihuahua um but the 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 bonding uh we were ready to just deploy it but then we found a few just minor bugs um in the in the bonding on luna as people were using it um nothing nothing crazy you know nothing critical but just a, a few little errors um So Kerber was kind of working on tweaking those and and ironing out some of those this week. Once we're confident that, uh, and and to to be frank, that's why we did it. That's why we just did one deployment on Terra and let you guys use it there first, right? Um, It's kind of a touch and go, you know, let's roll this out, see what happens. Uh, You know, it's it's constantly being refined. So, um, you know, Huawei's next and it will happen as soon as we, as as we make sure that um that Tara's in a good state apart apart yeah. from that I would just I would like to just say um, you know what what you guys can expect from us in the immediate short term just to give more updates Right. Obviously, um, the incentives are on our front burner right now. We have all of our main manpower focused on that. Um, We are also very focused on continuing to refine user experience wherever we can, um, updating data, getting all of our data, our APRs, our, our volumes, um you know our dashboards that show tvl and different things different fun metrics like that um, we're focused a lot on <clears throat> on getting that divi- on that data read, readily available to you guys as users um you know and and pushing out the incentives so that's our focus right now and that's what you can expect um in the in in the immediate term um there's also some fun things as always some fun um fun alpha that that we have working behind closed doors so you may have some you may see some surprises in the in the next week or two as well
2: all right that sounds good um yeah if if any of you guys have more questions now is the time to ask them otherwise we we already hit the hour mark so. can also slowly wrap it up here um i don't know if if you're a good jg or no um
1: yeah yeah i'm i'm really good i actually you know this is wrapping up perfectly i have another meeting we have a team meeting about uh what we need to get done for here so we need to also get to that (laughs) we're literally working around the clock we are so excited you know to us you know we see this volatility in the market and to me i'm just like oh well that just makes the megalu engine go that makes the whale taken go you know like t- to me once this once the system's fully turned on i mean i'm really excited in these next couple of weeks to see how this all works out you know i think everyone's gonna be shocked cool nice all right um
2: yeah
3: sebastian you're good yeah i'm good um just next next week, we're not quite sure what we have planned for this yet. Um, we may bring up another team member, um, maybe Bossa Nova, who's over our bots. He, you know, he's an interesting interview, right? He's, it, it's, it, you know, it'd be very interesting for you guys to hear the kind of stuff he's working on. Um, but we haven't finalized anything yet, so stay tuned. We'll post it on Twitter what we're going to do
2: yeah uh oldie pharma is asking would be great to know some benefits for stakers in migaloo chain so um yeah i guess you will earn staking rewards and through the alliance asset you will also earn uh terror rewards at the moment and uh yeah we, we are planning to to roll this out even further as we go so I think uh, we've been uh, quiet regarding the alliance stuff the last couple of weeks, but uh, I think everything worked as expected. Uh, Sebastian, correct me if I'm wrong
3: here. Um, but um, yeah, that- y- y- yeah, yeah, I'll I'll, sp- I'll speak on that if that's okay. Um yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, as we've we've gone through this multiple times, but I want everybody to know. I want to keep saying it. You know, whale stakers, right? You, if you're staking whale our goal for you is to earn um multiple not just whale rewards but multiple apex assets right so right now you're earning whale and you're earning um b luna and amp luna from staking your whale now when we we're going to whitelist more assets okay and we're we're considering and talking about whitelisting an Atom lsd next okay so so our whale stakers will be earning some some lsd of adam now um what what i want to do i want to do this very carefully because we still need to outweigh the benefits of um giving up some of the of the whale staking rewards right so if we you know if we give away two percent another two percent allocation of the regular whale staking rewards we want to make sure that it's worth it for the whale stakers to get to get the atom or the other asset. Right. So, um, you know, whitelisting Luna was the first step and we're, we're watching it. We're watching it and we're kind of seeing what happens. Also, there needs to be a, or there should be at least the case with Luna, um, a reciprocal whitelisting, right? Like we're still waiting for TFL, you know, to be, to be frank. Um, on on what they're doing with whitelisting assets, right? Because honestly, I expect them, and I'll say this publicly, you know, I, I expect them to whitelist our, you know, our our B whale and amp whale. I just do. We've we've pioneered in a lot of ways um the Alliance module, right? And I, I don't know of anybody more deserving than us. So um and and that would be a huge that's a huge benefit as well to whale holders and we'll suck up a lot of whale and different things like that. So, you know, we need to, we need to let this play out. Um, I, I don't wanna rush, I don't wanna rush it, right? I don't wanna rush it and all of a sudden we're giving up 20% of our of our native staking rewards and um, whale stakers aren't getting back a, a proportional return in other assets, if that makes sense. So, you know, we'll take it one step at a time. We're considering listing an atom um, listing an atom asset as well as LPs. Right. But, um, but again, we want to be methodical and we want to make sure we, we weigh every, you know, all the, all the, um, the pluses and minuses of it, have community discussions and, and all those things just basically do it, do it properly. So I hope that makes sense.
2: Yeah. Right, and uh, yeah, like I said, regarding the question right now, uh or Sebastian already said it, um as a whale staker, you will earn not only whale staking rewards but also amp and B luna, all right, um, I think we are good now, then, um if there aren't any more questions um i think we can wrap it up here uh thanks guys for attending as always uh we'll see what we're going to do in the next one um maybe we'll uh, have have also a pause we are considering that as well like what, uh, do a one week break and uh, keep shipping um but yeah le- uh, let us let us know um and then uh, see us next week or the one after that Bye-bye, guys.
3: Thanks, guys. We'll see you. Take care, guys.
0: Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the White Whale Community Call, recorded on Thursday, May 11th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. and like daoism there's this principle in like Taoism where it's just like the more you fight something the more like the opposite of what you want like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen there's this principle in like dao dao dao, 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 dao where it's no more humility, futility, plus size Motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal Which side of the line you're beating out on when the dust settles Motherfucking Westside shit, needle and noose Sticking with my armory Yam, Beto and Bruce Repping psychedelic artistry, believing the truth Like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue? fam, Is it really is it worth all the effort? Is it really worth all the fighting? Is it really worth... The drama and the answer I think is started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out, teaching all these plebodites what this game's really all about. Little baby bitches when they choose to have fun. All you left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust This shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we'd call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile, over here, rewiring features More critical thinking, huh? less knee-jerk More evolution, less shitcoin coin creatures Pretending to be teachers, y'all just predatory leeches I mean, please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rap fun- Sucking up the cheddar, the recipe is two steps. Rinse and repeat. Now we y'all in your butts and we bring in receipts. GM fam, have a seat. If you're listening to this, my plea to you would be like, don't have to don't don't have to take a side on it. Just say, like, is it really, is it really worth this war of attrition? It might, it might cost, cost us, us a lot more than what can we gain by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Space